Let's talk about the psychology behind productivity. Urthe guest was award-winning writer based on Houston, Texas, and he is contributing to lots of online and print magazines like CNN, The Dallas Morning News, GQ, and National Geographic Travelers, and lots of many more magazines. Let's talk about their story first and we'll continue listening about their side of psychology behind productivity. Let's listen from Biju Sukumaran. Basically, uh, I am someone who grew up always wanting to be very productive uh, and was never able to be productive. I always, as a child, had problems with habits and depression and all, you know, all the various things, focus, all of these things. And then um, as an adult, uh, I became a journalist and I traveled a lot for work. So this became really uh, even, even worse. Um, until I started researching the science of self-help, all the psychology uh, behind it, and started using bits and pieces in my life um, as though it were a laboratory. Um, once, once I started doing that, I found that uh, things worked better um, and that there was alternatives to simply just forcing yourself uh, to use willpower, that there was many, many techniques to use uh, that would help make things uh, easier and more likely to occur. Then let's talk about what productivity means. What does productivity means in general? Um, productivity, I think, goes into everything. It's um, how you focus your life, how to have good habits, uh, how to have good health, um, everything from that, from uh, even meditation, uh, all the way down to good sleep. Like, what do you do to ensure that you have good sleep? I think productivity is essentially a mix of all of these things together. So it's energy, it's health, it's focus, it's how you learn. Um, all of this is kind of under the scope of productivity for me. How we can measure it? How we can measure it like we are most productive or not? Um, I think you can. I think there, there's different scales that psychologists use to measure things. Um, for example, there are different scales that measure focus. Um, there are different scales that measure willpower and even a sliding scale for how, ha how strong a habit is. And I think as we, as the science goes more and more into this, it becomes more closer to like engineering than it is just, just do it, you know. Mm. Back then on my initial days, when I have uh, lots of work and uh, when I have uh, also no work, I, I struggle most doing things. I basically do lots of thing, things in one go, like multitasking, but I am not a multitaxer. So I manage to do one thing at a right time and at a one time. Then let's listen how he managed to do their work. 
Okay. So I think one important part of it is planning, just planning well. Um, so what I'll do is I'll try to do tasks that require uh, more <clears throat> focus and separate them from the tasks that require less focus. Hmm. Uh, and I will try to measure myself throughout the day um, to see how focused I am, how much concentration and willpower I have in any given moment. And then that's how I assign my work schedule. Um, so I think that's one big thing. Uh, the second is really being good about taking breaks. Um, I was never, I never believed that. I always thought you just keep on going as hard as possible. And that is, that's not true, it turns out. So I try to take breaks um, very regularly. And I try to make sure those breaks are not more time wasting right? That they should also regenerate my focus. When I started working, I follow the Promodoro technique. 25 minutes of work, then you will take a five short five minute of break. Then after four sections, after four 25 minutes, five minutes, 25 minutes, five minutes, I take a 30 minutes of break. But a later time, when I discover flow time technique, I switch to flow time technique. Here, the flow time technique is absolutely same to the promoter technique. But here is a twist. When you do your work, you are in a flow of doing the thing. You are in a creative mode. You are just putting your lots of things on your work. And you are in a flow of doing those things. When you break five minutes of a break, then you will have to start again after you, you finish your break and start working again. But in the flow time technique, the technique allows you to work till your flow and distracted or anything happens. And after those, take 5 to 10 minutes of a break and then work again. And then you will get a flow for doing the thing. Then after, the, after some time, you will be able to distracted or tired. Then take break for 5 minutes or 10 minutes. After 4 sections, you, wanna, you can take 30 or uh, 40 minutes of a break also. That's uh, where I started working more and have a flow in my work. That's why I switched from flow, te flow time technique to promodoro technique. So, how you take breaks or what you do while you are taking breaks on your work? Uh, there's a lot of things you can do. Um... One is if you can get outside, uh, yes. take a walk, uh, even just looking at pictures of green things uh, has been shown uh, to work. Uh, cute animals. There was actually a study out of Japan on if workers took breaks and look, looked at pictures of cute, cute animals, and they found that they were actually more productive afterwards. Um, there are small bits of exercise. It doesn't have to be that big, just a few push-ups or something like that. That also focuses you. 
Um, so I have this list of things that I, I do. Um, and uh, what I tried to do is figure out what's the best, what's the easiest at that time. Right. It's not always the case that you can go and go for a walk. Right. It does not always going to be the case. Um, so you try to see which one is best for you, which one makes you have better focus and then kind of focus in on those when you're taking a break. Um, I find that uh, a little bit of meditation really helps. Yeah. Um, I find there's actually certain games that are designed to make you more optimistic temporarily. Mm-hmm. So I play those, those games and I'll only take, you know, I, I try to do it as quickly as possible um, because you're really trying to get that rejuvenation effect and then come back. Uh, that's for the small breaks. And then for the longer breaks, you can try to do something like outside, even if it's a little bit. When I take break, I take a, a sip of water, then go outside and I see pictures of uh, green things, like right. when you said. How our brain actually works on taking break? I, you know, for me, I don't really concern myself with the neurology or the neurochemistry because it's really subjective. I find that with all of this stuff, um, some things work better. Uh, and I think the basics is that you're trying to get your mind away from uh, the work completely. So a lot of these things are actually things that will change your mood, right? If you go out into the sun, immediately you're going to have a mood change. Um, even, if, uh, even if you look at pictures of you know, these cute animals, you're going to feel this feeling. And that feeling is not only good, but it's... But yeah, but it's totally different than this kind of clench of like, I must focus on this one thing. So you actually get a chance to step away. I think most people, when they take breaks, have no idea what to do. And they end up just on the internet or something that's equally draining. So how we can uh, you know, train our mind to become more active and productive throughout the day or doing our work. Yeah, I think one thing again is breaks. But another thing that's really interesting is that there's been a series of studies that suggest that uh, your your brain actually is better depending on what mo- what state it's in. So, for example, some people, uh, you know, will get up and drink some coffee and become get awake in the morning. That's great for focus tasks. But they found out that the opposite is true, is that if you're more tired, you're actually better at creative tasks, which is really interesting. So it really depends. Like to me, the optimal, optimal way to work um, is to know exactly what's, what general state your mind is. If you're feeling tired, you don't have to quit necessarily you can switch to other tasks that don't require that much focus. Or take breaks also. Oh, yeah, or take breaks, yeah. So how we can increase our um, productivity in terms of psychologically? Uh, what are the tricks actually we can use? So we can quickly 
refocus or do our works easily. Yeah, and I think another thing to mention is what you what you said, Pomodoros. Pomodoros are really great. Um, I think they're a good way to focus, but also try to remove distractions. That's another thing that a lot of people don't do. They try to, you know, multitask like, like you did. Um, most people aren't able to really multitask. They just do two things badly. So, so, uh, so one thing, there's all sorts of things you can do. One thing is to switch off your phone, for example. Or if you have time wasting websites, uh, like Reddit, Reddit is, you know, you can read Reddit forever. Um, block that. Uh, you just need to block it for a certain length of time. Uh, I notice you read lots of old books also. So, recommend us what are the old books you read before? It's more, I don't know, it's interesting from a historical perspective because a lot of the old books, they'll just simply say... They're very good. They're very good, actually. Some are good. Some are horrible. In I fact, I think most of them are horrible, personally. I think most of them, most of them will sit there and say, look, there is a great man. Look at this great man. Now be him. And it's like, you know, <laughs> if I could be him, I wouldn't need your book. So <laughs> for most of the things, I'm very opposite of, um, of what these books are saying. Uh, but there is a few that are really interesting. Um, there's some old ones that deal with that talk about habits. I'm really into habits. Um, there's some that talk about how to remove bad habits. And some of those are actually really, really good. Since we were talking about productivity at work and not multitasking, uh, there's a book called Deep Work uh, mm. by Cal Newport. Mm. Uh, and that is an excellent book. It tells you exactly how to uh, prevent distractions and uh, you know how to make sure that you're focusing. So, any closing note you want to say uh, to the viewers or to, to the listeners? Uh, yeah, I mean, most of my work is is kind of like a uh, a departure from the normal way of viewing productivity and all of these things, which is you just do it. It's like those old books. Um, I think that there are new techniques. Uh, many, many, many new techniques that redefine all of this. We're really in a, in, a, in a new world where psychology is researching all these things that can help average people, if not below average people, attain the successes of people who just naturally have these gifts. So... Um, so. I read some of those techniques on your Instagram also, Instagram profile. Anyone can check out uh, any of my stuff. Um, Please mention your um, social media handles and uh, where you can. Sure. sure. Um, for Instagram, I'm science of self-help. Um, I'm the same science of self-help at uh, Reddit. I answer very specific questions on Reddit. And you can see my website at scienceofselfhelp.org. Uh, where you can uh, read all of all of the details of it and sign up to my um, my newsletter, where I do I usually send out once a month this kind of list of things that I have found interesting on the web related to all this. 
Thanks for listening till the end. It means a lot. Please make sure to follow on wherever you are listening now.